0: You are listening to the SSG Podcast, a monthly HR, health, and safety podcast available through all good podcast streaming services.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Manuela. Welcome to your SSG Podcast. I'm joined today by
0: Adam. I'm Adam, um, head of trading here at SSG. Uh, yep. Yeah. Hello, everyone.
1: So today, Adam, we'll talk about the menopause.
0: Lovely topic to pick there, Manuela. Well, it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable at all, but I think that's what we're going to be addressing, isn't it? Absolutely right. Um, I mean, your, your reaction is just brilliant. And actually, that wasn't staged at all. When we
1: talked about <laughs> menopause a minute ago, you were kind of, oh, well, what can I contribute, right? Because it's a, it's a woman's problem, isn't it? Be pretty much.
0: That's where That's where my brain goes. And this is really important, the thing that we need to challenge, isn't it? It's like with all the mental health stuff we do. This is about tackling stigma. The second you said you wanted to talk about it, I instantly felt uncomfortable. I genuinely did. And that's something we need to be tackling, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. I suppose the question is, why do we feel uncomfortable talking about it? i guess it's got something to do with hormones you know there is a link to um, our reproductive organs and that kind of stuff and instantly it's something that people don't tend to want to share because we don't talk about periods at work either do we So we don't want to go near that topic but unfortunately you know what many people neglect to understand is that menopause has a really far-reaching impact uh on many many people um and uh, yeah today we want to kind of help you speak to your workforce about some of those stigmas as attached to menopause, you know, maybe talk to you a bit more about the symptoms that we might be experiencing um and maybe give some pins and tips as well on what we can do um in the workplace to make things easier for people undergoing menopause.
0: Perfect. Well I think I'm gonna start off here, ma'am Whaler, by just basically asking the question, lots of people are thinking, you know, what exactly is the menopause? What is it? Do you want to explain what we're talking about here, just for anyone who might be, you know, sort of a little bit Sort of confused or like me have avoided thinking about this topic before?
1: Absolutely. So uh, when we go through menopause, um, the production of our um, reproductive hormones basically declines. So as we approach our 30s and 40s, the body, the ovaries produce less estrogen and progesterone and our fertility declines. Uh, and that brings with it a number of symptoms which we go through in the minute. Men okay. are actually also affected by menopause.
0: I was about you know, to ask, how? is this exclusively no, exclusively female thing absolutely or
1: not so there is also the male menopause is called sometimes it's a little bit misleading it's called the andropause actually um but the reason we don't talk about it quite so much is because men aren't affected quite as much as, as women are so there's only about two percent decrease in hormones um for men so they do get similar symptoms but really not quite as bad as as
0: and does this also apply sort of transgender community if people are on sort of hormone therapies, absolutely that right. kind of thing? Does absolutely. does that potentially impact them as well? Definitely,
1: which is why I'm really careful not to use the word woman too much, because, you know, people who are going through transition, um, uh, they can absolutely be affected. Yeah, definitely.
0: OK, so we know this happens. It happens to sort of 50 percent of the population, we're now saying. So it's quite a, yeah. a, a common thing. We're recognising that we don't really talk about it. But why is why is this sort of I suppose I suppose the point I'm trying to make next is why do I need to know about this as a manager? Why do I need to know about someone someone running a team? Why do I need to know about this from my colleagues' point of view? What sort of impacts can this have?
1: Yeah, I think I think that's because there are some common misconceptions around menopause. I mean, when we think about menopause, typically people think, oh well, you have a few hot flushes and you get a bit irritating or whatever but actually it's a lot more far reaching than that. First of all we have perimenopause as well. So perimenopause is kind of the menopause that comes before the menopause. So it's leading up.
0: That's new because, so I've just learned so I've just learned something new. So
1: some people actually experience menopause uh, perimenopause from their early 30s onwards so um that and that can already include some of those symptoms that we are uh, most familiar with. Um also the whole process from start to finish for some people I can take about 15 years. You know, imagine having symptoms, health symptoms that effectively you can do very little about for about 15 years of your life.
0: That's quite a significant chunk of life. And that that shows, again, I suppose, the importance of talking about this topic. So if you're going to be at work with symptoms for 15 years, yeah. you kind of want to be recognised and supported, don't you?
1: Absolutely right. And um, I mean, most people enter menopause when they're in their 40s or 50s, but around one in 100 uh, start menopausing actually before the age of 40, which is quite interesting. So again, there's a stigma attached to you are know, your menopause, you're getting getting a little bit older. Actually, women in their 30s and 40s, it's very common that uh, they, they undergo menopause. Also, menopause can be triggered by some surgeries, by chemotherapy and radiation therapy as well. So if you've had someone undergoing cancer treatment, they might well have seminal menopause much earlier than expected.
0: Okay, understand. So what, sort of, what, what common symptoms do we see? I mean, we all instantly, I think of hot flushes and mood swings, but mm-hmm. is, it as, is it as simple as, as that? Or are there other underlying symptoms that, that, that we sort of need to be aware of? And I suppose from a safety professional's point of view here, I'm looking at from that risk management point of view, is there anything I need to be aware of in terms of ensuring someone's sort of safety and well-being um, due, you know, if they're experiencing these symptoms?
1: We will continue this topic further over on our SoundCloud account for our advisor members now. If you would like to join our membership, then please get in touch and we can give you some more information.
0: Perfect. Brilliant. Thanks, Manuela.
1: Thank you very much, Adam. And see you soon.
0: See you next month. Bye, everyone. Bye.